And now for something completely different. A radio show about books. Didn't think it through at all. Inconceivable! Is it a kingdom? Is it a pet? Oh, wait, I can't make that joke anymore. Oops. Thank you. Tarzan of the Apes. Brought to you from out the pages of Edgar Rice Burroughs' immortal book. Oh, wow. In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and been widely regarded as a bad move. And now for your host, Daniel Thompson, a completely underqualified buffoon who has no idea why he's here in the first place. And all were amazed and said, this guy is really good. Do you do children's parties? <laughs> oh my gosh, 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 oh my gosh. Guys, Wayne Thomas Batson is in studio. What even? Wayne Thomas Batson is on the show. What, what, why even? Why, what? 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 And we're talking about riderly things. Guys, this is pretty impressive. Like, seriously, this is one of my favorite authors from way back when. And still to this day, I read this guy's stuff, and I'm like, this is great. And yes, I am so excited for today's episode. I am so pumped. So pumped. Yes, guys, just Wayne Thomas Batson in studio. What more is there to say? Hey, thank you all for joining in to the show, by the way. Thank you all for being here. But I know why you're here, and it's because, oh my gosh, Wayne Thomas Batson in studio. So we're going to kill me talking right now, because me talking right now is not important. What's important is Wayne Thomas Batson being in studio. So without further ado, it's the Very Serious Writing Show with Wayne Thomas Batson. Cue the music! You're here because we want the best, and you're it. Nope, couldn't keep a straight face. Hey, everybody, I am here with a very special guest today. Every guest is special, but this guy, this guy wrote my childhood, essentially. He's the author of the Door Within Trilogy. He's the author of Isle of Swords and Isle of Fire, Sword in the Stars, recently the ghost story, Wayne Thomas Batson. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a great introduction. Greetings, everybody. I, I tell honestly, I'm kind of freaking out because <laughs> I, yeah, seriously, the door within was a huge part of me getting back into ring. I read a lot. I read a ton when I was younger, but door within really got me back into it. Love that story, man. Uh, well, that that makes me happy because I'm a teacher. So every time I hear that something I've written gets people into reading, it it's certainly very gratifying. Speaking of reading, how was that book that you were reading last night? <laughs> it's uh, the fifth in a series of supernatural thrillers uh, by a, I guess he's an Irish author named John Connolly. Um, yeah, I've heard it, of him. I'm, I'm finding it remarkably similar in some ways to uh, Ghost that you mentioned. Um, it's, you know, your typical detective on the trail of a serial killer, but there are these supernatural things that keep popping up and 
it, it makes you think there's something deeper going on. So it's, it's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. How, how late exactly did you stay up reading this book? Uh, last night, I think I was up till about 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help but make fun of you just a little bit for being late for the interview because you stayed up late reading. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's at least a decent excuse. It's you know better than being out you know saving a, a bus full of nuns and puppies before it went over a cliff. Yeah, no, this is a much better excuse than <laughs> saving nuns and puppies. <laughs> oh, I gotta ask before before I get to my serious questions, I have. I have to ask, I've been a fan of yours for a long while, read tons of your stuff, um, but you have to answer to something for me. In, okay. In the Spider King series, you have th three of your seven main characters, Tommy, Johnny, and Jimmy. Why did you do that to me? Why <laughs> did you name them so close? Why, why did that happen? <laughs> Actually, that's part of uh, the co-writing uh, issue, you know, Christopher and I, um, when we when we envisioned the Spider King cast, mm -hmm. uh, it, we didn't want to limit it uh, to three main characters. The publisher, you know, kept saying, "Oh no, you can't have that many main characters. You're going to drive your 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 readers crazy." And we're like, "But we have these personalities. These, mm -hmm. uh, you know, well, they kind of insisted. They wanted to be in the story, and they had a role to play." and um, and each, you know, Christopher and I both had certain types of teens in mind that we really wanted to reach out to through the book. And so, uh, you know, I had to include, you know, Kat and Tommy and, and uh, then uh, Christopher had to include uh, Jimmy and Johnny. Um, and these were kind of homages to people we know. Um, and so we, we, we looked at it, we were aware, you know, of how similar the names sounded. Uh -huh. and, and honestly, I mean, the names are so common that it almost, you know, it was very kind of generic too, but, but because we wanted to kind of pay a little homage to these, these people we know, um, we just went ahead and kept the names. Oh, so the real people. Well, they're they're based loosely on real people. Okay. And uh, in some cases, they're combinations of people, um, but the name just stuck. <laughs> okay, that 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 makes me feel better about the situation because I I would have to reread bits of that. I love the story. Don't get me wrong, but I have to reread reread going back and be like, okay, who's doing what? <laughs> no, and you're absolutely right. I mean, that's that's really not a good way of doing it in terms of naming characters. I mean, the publisher told us, and we realized it, but it was just one of those things where sentimentality kind of ruled the day. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. I understand that. Now, hey, I saw, uh, just jumping in, I, I saw on your blog that you are, you're switching to self-publishing to continue the, uh, the Sword and Star series, is that right? Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, we're in negotiations with the publisher right now, um, who, to their credit, have all along said, you know, they'd, they'd give me the rights back, but mm -hmm. um, it's you know, a little more complicated than just saying, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, um, I would imagine. Yeah, but uh, AMG's the publisher, and they have been wonderful. I, I loved working with them, um, and they really do believe big time in the fantasy genre. In fact, 
they really tried hard to kind of corner the market. They they acquired probably about ten different authors in the fantasy genre over the last ten years, and um, you know we're doing really well. And then when the ebook uh, generation began. Um, it hit them really hard, and I, I think, like most publishers, um, they were so used to the traditional way of doing things that it seemed, you know, ridiculous to change. And there was a lot of resistance to change, and yeah. and because of that, um, they lost a lot of the ebook market. They lost a lot of profits. Um, and you know, what started off as a seven book deal with the publisher. You know, they quickly wanted to reduce to you know the two books and then the option for a third. Mm. Um, and you know, they said if you know we understand if you don't want to go that route. And, um, and I talked it over with my agent, and you know, I, I knew it was coming sooner or later that I needed to get into uh, self-publishing. But I said to my agent, I think this is the time. You know, this yeah. this project, the the Dark Sea books honestly are, are kind of a life's work for me. Believe it or not, the uh, Sword in the Stars, uh, the kernels for that came either right at the same time as The Door Within or just before. Um, it's been kind of ruminating for a long time. Yeah, well, I was going to say, yeah, the, it reminded me a lot of Door Within. The same yeah. style, you're keeping allegorical. Yeah, yeah there's there's definitely a lot of allegory, um, but it's a much bigger story. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, relegated to a uh, completely in fantasy realm there's no you know portal to the modern world or anything like that it's mm -hmm. you know it's just a complete uh you know tolkien-esque epic fantasy yeah and i love it man the sword in the stars is one of my favorite if not my favorite one that you've written i have a soft place in my heart for for the door within series because it was my first one getting back in but the sword in the Stars is good stuff well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, the the third one is there? A third one is it coming? Yeah, the, the <laughs> third one is in process. It's about I'd have to say about sixty percent complete. Um, my goal is once we get the rights back, mm -hmm. is to republish the first two books, the Sword and the Stars and the Errant King. Uh, I guess under my own label, so to speak, through Amazon Create Space. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, release them pretty quickly, one right after the other, and then release the third book right around the holidays. Okay, uh, of which year? Of, of this year. Really? Yeah, that's my hope. Yes! I've been waiting for that third book, man. I, um, I've been waiting. We've got a... I don't know if you've seen on Facebook, but I've got a, a cover artist Yeah, now I did. Who's just ridiculously talented, and his, his tone just... Everything about what he does matches the tone and mood of the stories. So, uh, you know, I couldn't have asked for a better cover artist for for a republishing. I think uh, I think people are going to like it. I mm -hmm. think uh, the improvements I've made to the story will not uh, interfere with what you know people have read in the past. But I think I've just updated it with my current writing style. You know, I've learned a lot over the years, and um, <laughs> I go back through and see things. I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I put that in there? <laughs> the first time. We are so sorry. We are experiencing technical difficulties at the hands of the psychopathic mass murdering application known as Skype. This heartless monster knows neither empathy nor sympathy. Be warned, 
Skype finds its only pleasure in the act of viciously terminating calls with your favorite people. If given the chance, it will enact its unholy doings with terrible efficiency. Skype feeds on the sound of your tormented groans. It finds life in the downtrodden expression on your face. And it cackles like a 1990s Disney villain as your very soul fluid boils in unquenchable fury at its despicableness, knowing that your only recourse is Google+. That makes it laugh even more. For if Skype is the Moriarty of calling services, then Google Plus is Bonnie Fife trying to recite the Emancipation Proclamation. Disclaimer. Just because I made an Andy Griffith show reference there doesn't mean I'm a hermit. Or that I live on a farm. Or that I have 11 brothers or sisters. Or that I voted for Ron Paul in the previous Republican GOP nomination. Hey Alex, caught you listening. Just clearing that up. And now, back to our show. And we are back once again after Skype giving us some lovely... It just loves us, Wayne. Skype has decided that <laughs> it wants us to be together. <laughs> it's what I've determined yeah. from this. Technology is so great when it works. So great. It is just lovely. Lovely technologies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell, t- you were talking about uh, getting an editor for your book. How, how important is it to get a good editor once you've written? Well, it's it's pretty critical, I think, for uh, you know anyone going the traditional route. The publisher's going to have editors on board, and usually they're pretty good. Um, but if you're going self-publishing, you know it's kind of hit or miss. You really have to uh, find someone who's uh, you know not only knowledgeable about current styles, but also uh, you know works well uh, with you. And uh, so, you know, I, I think there because of the self-publishing market that there are tons and tons of good editors out there. I think. There are a, a zillion little cottage industries that have cropped up uh, because of self-publishing. So mm-hmm. I, I think there's not too much trouble finding somebody. Okay, that's good. How have you enjoyed the self-publishing process? I mean, you haven't done it yet, but you're starting in it. Has it been easy? What, what's it been like? Well, Ghost was completely self-published. Oh, was it? So, yeah, that was uh, that was completely self-published start to finish. That was the first book that Laura Johnson uh, did the editing for. So... Um, the process is there's a steep learning curve um, because you're doing so much of it yourself. You have to learn about different types of formatting, and if you do the create space so that you know readers can purchase a paperback copy, uh, then you've got to you know deal with either uh, you know pre-made templates or kind of create your own uh, mm-hmm. so that you know when it when it's printed out, it's it's type, typeset properly. Um, that's stuff that, you know, authors never, ever had to mess with. And so, yeah, uh, a lot of learning involved with that. Yeah, definitely. Now, as opposed to the, uh, the self-publishing route, you, you've been published by, what was it, Thomas Nelson or Zondervan? That's right. Yeah. Thomas Nelson is my main publisher. How did, how did you go about getting published? How did that happen for you? (laughs) But this was back in the day. I, um, I, I went the, uh, the novice route for a while. I just kept sending out pretty much uh, anonymous, well, not anonymous, but I sent out all kinds of query letters and mm-hmm. chapter samples and things like that. But you know, I didn't have an agent at the time, so you know, I basically just piled up a bunch of rejection letters, um, <laughs> which is always fun. Um, they're usually so personal. <laughs> you yeah. Know, 
Dear author, we're sorry that your manuscript does not meet our current needs. <laughs> Doesn't get more personal and feeling than that. Yeah, yeah, so touchy-feely, these uh, <laughs> chain letters. But um, it, at any rate, so after lots of rejections, I finally... Uh, decided to get an agent. Fortunately, uh, you know, one of those God things, the best man at my wedding went to uh, Dallas Theological Seminary with a guy who was uh, not an agent, but he was in promotion. He did a lot of stuff with Focus on the Family and Josh McDowell yeah. and, you know, th different ministries like that. But he was kind of looking to expand his shingle a little bit. And um, so we sent him the manuscript and this is Greg Wooding, uh, my agent, and he, he liked it and said, okay, you know, you'll be my first uh, client. And uh, basically the path uh, went pretty quickly from there. Um, he was very big on going to the big publishing conferences, especially the uh, what was then called CBA, but is now called the Inter International Christian what was it Reading? I forget. ICRS is the uh, acronym. Yeah. But huge, huge publishing uh, conferences, and so while there, he just went, you know, cold calling by different publishers and said, mm -hmm. "Hey, I've got an author with me, got a manuscript I'm high on," and and put together meetings. And I sat down with probably eleven or twelve. Uh, different publishers and it was awesome because you know there you are there they are you can be as enthusiastic yeah. and crazy as you want to be and um it speaks i think much more loudly than than uh even the words on a page might in mm -hmm. a query letter so you know basically one of those publishers we sat down with was thomas nelson and it turned out that the editor wonderful lady named Deanne grand was actually an ex-teacher so when she discovered that i was also a teacher and had been writing stories for my students and that's how the door within came about uh, she was pretty psyched about it and she kind of pushed it on through so I think in I guess it was November of 2004 uh, they they finally gave us the go-ahead for the series wait, wait wait so you're saying that the door within how did the door within start well, The Door Within started as a 17-page short story written in green ink on loose-leaf paper. <laughs> it was, you know, I, I've been teaching middle school English uh, for 25 years now, and it was, uh, gosh, this would have been back in, I don't know, I want to say 93 or 94, um, when I had a short story contest for my students, and they were they were great. They were kind of like, well, Mr. Batson, you make us do all the work. Why don't you write one? <laughs> so I was like, uh, okay. Uh, and I had a kernel idea for the story um, because of uh, an interaction I had uh, with uh, my parents when I had first become a Christian. Um, and let's just say that they thought, you know, I had been... Uh, brainwashed from some outer space monster or something. <laughs> so, uh, you know, anyway, it just gave me this idea, well, you know, this is this is important. This is like, you know, the cure for cancer, but nobody wants to hear about it. And so that kind of led to the door within concept. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wrote it for the students and they, they really liked it. Um, and it wasn't that brown nosing kind of, that's a very nice doing. <laughs> it was, you know, it was... Uh, <laughs> you know, genuine like, and they wanted more. And so over 10 years, I spent revising and developing and, you know, really the, the original story was basically an outline with a bit of dialogue thrown in. And, and mm -hmm. so it, it had a much bigger story behind it. And 
you know, that's what became uh, The Door Within. That's what I started to send out uh, as a manuscript and got all those rejection letters. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until that uh, publishing conference when somebody really took the series seriously. Way cool, man. Way cool. Well, hey, we're going to need to take a break. I really want to keep talking about this, and we will continue talking about this tomorrow. In the meantime, thank you, Wayne, so much for being on the show, and I will catch you again tomorrow on the next episode of... Inquisition. The Very Serious Writing Show. 